Welcome to the Fellowship of the Fortified Tower. This is Many Rounds, your host. In this segment, we'll be going over some items to prepare. Alright, so, uh, I'm going to read a little Bible here, okay? And it has to do with being prepared. And there ain't nothing wrong with being prepared. The Bible is a uh, full of being prepared. So it's a it's a it's preparation for uh, for life after Earth or something like that. I can't remember now totally, but it's Genesis uh, six twenty one, and in that it says uh, Noah's God's talking to Noah, and he says. Take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be for food for thee and for them. So, the Lord's telling Noah here, uh, start prepping. Uh, and the Lord gave him uh, enough of a heads up to get it done. And I pray he's doing the same thing here. He's been warning for a long time. And uh, I know it's it's people... Uh, look at it and it, it's a scary thing and, it, and it's like something you just don't want to face you know so a lot of people put it off but I think that uh, it's it's pretty obvious out there what, what's coming and if you're you know in denial about it now well um, I pray for you and I'll pray for the folks that are and our brothers and sisters out there that are, some of them aren't our brothers and sisters yet, but they're going to be. And uh, it's our job to uh, round them up as best we can with God's leading and uh, bring, help them get home. Because that, that's his, he wants to bring home as many of his kids that he has created uh, that he can. He loves them. He, he loves them all. But uh, only some are going to have the ear to hear it. So uh, anyhow. You know, I noticed I was reading uh, Revelations a little bit, and it had to do, I was reading it, and I noticed uh, in the last week or so, how many times in, in the beginning when, when Jesus is talking to the churches and warning the churches, and he said uh, several times, to him that overcometh, uh, to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame. Now think about that a second even as I also overcame, okay? Now, it was, it was rough, and, and we're, we're to follow him. So uh, he was our example, and he taught us, if it, if you, it, when you're reading it, he taught us what to do um, in far as uh, preparing our, our souls and preparing our spirits and preparing our minds um, and, and soaking up him. And, and and that's the word, and the word—it's a living thing. It's just, and uh, the more you soak it up, and the stronger you get. It's just like, you know, Popeye eating spinach—you just get stronger. So, uh, the, it's the overcome part. That's kind of what this is about too. Is is helping us to overcome these things that are going to be uh, pretty formidable uh, obstacles, and. Uh, uh, learning how to cope with it and doing the best we can and we're going to have to fly by the seat of our pants and and trust him about providing and trust him about training us and guiding us so that's uh, the, the bottom line here and 
you know, leaders are going to come up from places that you would not expect. We're fortunate that we're um, blessed with being able to participate in this harvest, this this last harvest. Um, we're, we're we're living in the in the in the, in the most crucial uh, wild. Um, Re rewarding um, and awesome time that has ever been. I say embrace it. And let's bang it out. Let's let's get this done. Um, so with that said, let's do that. Uh, I'm going to go over a few things. The first, you got to stock up on water and food. If you're if you're in a let's say you're you're in a, an apartment building right and you don't have a lot of space uh, there are ways to make whatever space you have utilized so you can uh, do some prepping and if, if you've got stuff that uh, you don't need really get rid of it sell it make a few bucks and go get uh, 30 gallons of water and then rotate it and um, get some get some canned food uh, don't waste any time don't be dilly daddling just uh, do what you can with what you got uh, take an assessment of what you do have you know get a get a pad of paper and a pencil out write down what you have and you'd be surprised you probably have more than you think you have I, I don't know, you know I'm, I'm talking to males and females here so and old and young get clothes that are hardy okay get a backpack okay get a little backpack uh, I did a little experiment today and I and I thought because I was kind of just mulling this over in my head how I was going to pull this off and uh, train people and I thought to myself well okay I'm a single mom or I'm a single lady living in a little apartment and I don't have a lot of money but I want to be I want to do something and and doing something in in the something positive to, to help you prepare will bolster your confidence and it will help you uh, it will spur other thoughts and other helps and the Lord will download to you as well you pray about it and go Lord okay what does he want me to do what what do you want me to uh, uh, stock up if you want me to stock up anything or 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 not maybe uh, I have to go somewhere I don't know but the Lord will guide you uh, if you seek him with all your heart and mind and soul and strength and he will definitely answer your prayer and so anyway so so trim the sails get rid of the junk you don't need uh, if you've got uh, a boat or something and you really don't need it get rid of it um, I may be talking to people that have a lot of money out here you do now but very shortly here it's going to dry up I mean people are going to be throwing their silver and gold in the streets because you can't eat it and they're going to wail and cry and whine and it's not going to do them any good. Um, the only thing that's going to do them any good is uh, following God and, and stocking up and, and, and following what He wants you to do. But um, So if you've got a lot of extra stuff and it's just an anchor around your neck, get rid of it. And then uh, if you can make some money on it, do it, do it quick because uh, the supply chain is breaking down. Um, you can notice in the stores that shelves are not you know as full as they were some products you can't get and that's going to increase uh, the the supply chain the trucks the boats all that 
were really uh, unwisely dependent upon overseas products and that whole chain is uh, you know getting uh, cracked up so you can't you know it's all it, it, there's an illusion out there that that they're trying to push that everything's okay and it's going to get better and all this stuff and blah 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 and uh, they're dangling this carrot of back to normal in front of everybody oh we're going to bring it back to normal all you got to do is just you know go get some uh, snake bite and, and, and you'll be better well forget that you know it's like it's a bunch of baloney and uh, one of these days the balloon's going to go up and, and everybody's going to go oh whoa, what happened anyhow um, and whatever preps you make and whatever you're stocking up just do it discreetly do it quietly you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing it's not a good idea and also maybe have another backup place you put in stuff uh, a place you can go to in case the place your primary gets damaged in some way or stolen or whatever have a plan B have a plan C um, when you are uh, planning your routes uh, if you're going to some bug out location or whatever have a few different routes because uh, there's going to be road closures there's going to be checkpoints there's going to be uh, a lot of nasty things going on that this country's never experienced um, read some history about uh, Europe and World War II and what they did there um, Victor Suvorov that's his pen name his real name I don't know what it is but he was a defector. He defected in the early 80s, I think, late 70s, early 80s. And he had a lot to say about uh, the truth about what was going on over there. And, uh, you know, there's stories in the Bible uh, about uh, a lot of bad stuff that happened. Um, you know, people were starving, and there were famines, and there were sieges and people went to drastic measures to uh, try to survive and not all of it was with God you know some of these people were godless and they just did godless stuff and that's going to happen again we're living in a nation that has turned its back on him and uh, to put it bluntly this country's being judged and that's just uh, the way it is and there's no stopping it um, you can pray uh, uh, for protection. You can pray Psalm 91. I highly recommend that. It's going to get grim, okay? There's no, there's no other way to say it. It's just going to get grim. And it's going to be grim like nobody's ever seen. So take your little pen and your pad and, and sit down. And uh, if you're traveling a long distance to go to work, or any distance actually, I don't know, you, you might have a small car, you might have a four-wheel drive truck, I don't know. But whatever it is you have, um, keep it full of gas. Uh, I don't care how tired you get, at the end of the day, if you got half a tank, go to the gas station and fill it up. Because we could lose power at any time. The neck can go down, the phones won't work, the ATMs won't work, the street lights won't work, and it's going to be rough. And you're going to be sitting in your truck and your truck might not work, and or your car, and you're going to have to walk. You're going to be in a, in a totally different world, sort of, suddenly. And it's not going to be a friendly world. There's going to be a lot of uh, 
beasties were out there running around, uh, two-legged beasties wanting to do uh, evil deeds. So keep that in mind. Um, if you are one who works in an office or something like that and you have to dress a certain way, a certain criteria has to be met, just keep another set of clothes in a little pack in your, in your truck or a little suitcase or whatever, whatever it is you can get and keep a good pair of jeans in there, uh, some boots or comfortable tennis shoes that are hardy, you know, sturdy. Uh, whatever it is you feel comfortable doing, um, put a few extra shoelaces in there, uh, a knife. It doesn't have to be Rambo's knife, you know, it can be just a three, four inch blade, doesn't matter, as long as something you, you got something to cut with. Uh, it'll come in handy. Sit down in your truck, Imagine the power just went out and you're stranded and you what would you like to have in your truck right then? Because you're at the mercy of whatever it is out there is out there You've seen some of these riots that have been going on in the cities and and the melee and the, and the just the havoc the chaos that's going on um, Imagine that ten times worse because eventually that's what it's going to be like especially when the food runs out You know, there's no cavalry coming you are the cavalry. So just take a breath, assess what you have going on in your, in your vehicle. Uh, if you've planned ahead and you've got a little bit of stored uh, food and water in your, in your vehicle and you have uh, hardy clothes, you're a lot better off. So um, you'll feel better. Uh, you, you, you have just increased your chances of surviving just to get home. Basically, this is just a little pack just to get you by long enough to get you to your safe place, wherever that might be. And, or your backup safe place, or somebody, a friend's house, or something like that. Whatever, whoever's nearby that you know, that you can go to, and you can trust. And find out who you can trust. Um, you might want to get to know your neighbors. Find out, because uh, nobody's, nobody's a lone ranger here. You're going to need to be uh, with a group or some or some people that are like-minded that are in the same mindset as you and uh, hopefully they have a rock-solid faith and, uh, and and they are aware of what's coming and they and they know uh, they have a plan um, if you fail to plan you plan to fail and that's just the way it is so um, a flashlight uh, maps of the area that you're in that you work around uh, maps of the areas that you want to go to uh, or that you plan to go to if you uh, it, it's not going to be easy traveling so you you want to be familiar with with how to use a map how to use a compass the terrain features of the area that you're around like start taking notice of like certain uh, landmarks out there and, and, and take note like of where the moon's coming up and, and where the sun's coming up and where it's going down because that will kind of give you an internal sort of gyroscope uh, compass thing going on in your head and, and you'll always kind of be aware of which way north is or which way west is or which way your house is uh, no matter which way you might get turned around. Uh, there's some areas where that's kind of hard to do but if you practice it, you, you just naturally get better at it. So just try to keep in mind the direction you're traveling at any given time. And it, after a while, you'll start to get the knack of it. 
and you'll and, and you can refer to a map and go okay where am I and uh, learn how to orient the map okay orienting the map that just basically means that you are setting your map down and turning it in the way that it actually represents the ground you're standing on so if you can see a landmark that's on the map and you can see a landmark out in front of you or something and they line up okay um, then you you have your map oriented you can use a compass and you just lay the compass down next to the map and there'll be a, a inclination scale on there and you want to go and use the magnetic part of that scale okay because you're using a compass so it's it's all based on the magnet not on the magnetic uh, field of the earth so north on your compass okay is going to be magnetic north on the map so you just all you have to do is line up the edge of your compass to the edge of your map or uh, somewhere on that scale it'll be down by the legend somewhere and when your map is when your when your compass is pointing at magnetic north if, if the edge of it's lined up with the map and the, the way the maps north and south are running magnetically when it gets to north you're oriented that's it it's, it's just keep it simple um, we're gonna have to know where we are and we're gonna have to know where we want to go and you're gonna have to know what direction to go in and uh, and you want you want to know it, like on your map you might want to highlight uh, certain areas on that map to avoid if there's uh, places you don't want to go and you want to steer clear of um, congested areas uh, and if you've if you've done some planning, if you've done some prepping, you really shouldn't have the need to go out very much. Okay, and I would recommend not going out very much. Just hunker down and kind of assess the situation and what's going on. Um, stay cool and just um, try to get as much information as you can. Listen to the radio. Have a have a radio with you. Okay, have extra batteries for it. Um, uh, if you can get uh, go to Radio Shack or somewhere like that and get a little shortwave radio, and uh, AM FM shortwave, and uh, you can pick up. Uh, sometimes you can pick up bounce, and and you can find out some other stations out there that um, might have more accurate information than the mainstream media is putting out. Um, a, a marine radio in your vehicle would be good, or a CB radio. You can have you can um, get walkie talkies okay for your family let's say you have um, your wife and uh, a couple teenagers or something like that um, you can get you can go to Lowe's and pick up a couple of um, walkie-talkies for not that it's, it, it's a little money but it's money well invested um, there's nothing like being able to communicate with somebody that's uh, out there and uh, somebody might be picking up information there might be 40 50 yards or 100 yards or a quarter mile away from you but they see stuff you don't um, and they can tell you and you can keep in contact with your family that way and so um, uh, have a have a rally point okay for your family in case of some disaster uh, earthquake or uh, tsunami or meteor or whatever it is uh, war um, some place where you can get a head count of your people and uh, a place where everybody knows they're all familiar with it and also when you're traveling let's say you're traveling in a convoy and if you've planned out a route then you, you can you can project where you're, you're gonna stop and take a break 
and along the way if you see a place that looks like a good place to um, hunger down and and uh, hide out or or just park the car or whatever uh, an area that's kind of secluded or whatever um, you can you know contact your uh, other vehicle with somebody uh, and tell them that looks like a good rally point and then they can take note of it and um, everybody knows where the last rally point was so in case something up ahead happens then you've got somewhere back there to go to that everybody knows about and everybody can assemble there really quick and then you can all get together and have a head shed and figure out what you're going to do next so along and, and that goes for when you're traveling on the ground if you're with a team okay uh, as you're walking along let's say you're just walking along through the woods in the ranger file and uh, the guy in lead the point man he he he, he circles his finger and he points at the ground and he finds a spot where everybody can rally up and everybody does that signal all the way back to the last guy so that so everybody in that squad or that team knows where the last rally point was so if in case they're walking up and they get ambushed or something they can run back and then uh, go to that last rally point that was marked off and then uh, and then you know go from there but at least then they can get a head count and figure out if anybody's missing anybody's injured uh, just regroup and, and think about what you have uh, if you've used up any water or this or that you can you can uh, um, start planning to uh, make adjustments in your your plan your your little mission so uh, okay some other items to put in your little pack all right uh, try to try to keep it simple you don't want to carry a whole lot of weight. Um, I used to carry 60, 80 pounds uh, out there running around, and uh, used to. I used to be 20 too, but I ain't 20 anymore, and I have no desire to carry 60 or 80 pounds uh, running around out there. So, um, if you're armed, okay, then you've got to worry about ammo. So ammo weighs a lot, and uh, it just depends on how much ammo you feel you need to carry but um, uh, if you've got more than yourself then you can you know distribute the weight a little bit uh, and that goes for food and water and other things like that so and uh, everybody in your team if, if you're on a team should know how to use everything in that you're carrying um, you should all be a little familiar with every like if you all have a different task in your team um, everybody should have an idea or have some training about that person's task like let's say you have a guy that's good with um, medical stuff um, and uh, you've got four other people that are not designated medics well those other four people that are not designated medics should know what to do with the stuff that guy's carrying because if he gets taken down and he's unable to do anything and help you out you're gonna need to have somebody on hand to uh, perform that function in your team and that goes for any other task or job that your team members may be uh, have some expertise in uh, they should be training your other people on, on doing the same kinds of things and that way you're, you're distributing the knowledge so you have a better chance of coming out of it uh, all right so um, okay back to your truck okay you're sitting in your truck um, you're going to want to have some uh, like I said tennis shoes some comfortable shoes or some boots and now's the time to do it now's the time to go out and get this stuff because pretty soon it's, it's just not going to be available 
Um, I was going to tell you about what I did earlier. I think I mentioned about going to Walmart. So <clears throat> let me let me backtrack a little bit. So I had this idea. So I thought, well, okay. So I'm a I'm a single mom, or I'm a uh, a lady that uh, lives alone, or whatever. Where am I going to get this stuff? You know. Well, I go to Walmart all the time. So uh, I'm going to probably have to go to Walmart to get it, right? And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Walmart, you know, people they whine and cry about Walmart and all this other stuff. But you know what? Uh, it doesn't matter where it was made it doesn't matter uh it what matters is that it works that it functions and walmart actually does have some stuff that is good stuff it will work in a pinch it will work there's nothing wrong with it uh and in a combat situation or or a dire uh you know catastrophic situation who cares um uh so i went there with the idea that okay i don't have a lot of money but i want to get a few things so the first thing I did was I went over to the backpacks and I looked at their backpacks and I thought, okay, what kind of backpack would I want? Um, and I, I wanted to get a backpack that wasn't heavy and one that had a, a belt strap of some sort so I could take some of the weight off my shoulders because it's sort of annoying. I, I've, I've always hated that. I've carried a pack all my life and I just always hated that. Uh, it, it just it beats you up and after a while your, your neck starts to go numb and you know it's just it's just a pain and it, it also has a little chest clip okay so it keeps the pack you can adjust it to the point where the pack is really snug and you can run around or if you have to make some sudden moves it's not going to shift on you and, and throw you off um, and uh, it, I, I wanted to find one that was relatively well made that was going to last a while and, and didn't cost a fortune so I found a pack and, and also um, I, I chose sort of a nondescript color. It was, it was kind of a dark blue and gray. It, it's not a camouflage pack. It's not all high speed, low drag, special forces, uh, mega buff, expensive pack, okay? It's just a pack. So you look like just another person with a backpack, okay? Um, nothing fancy, nothing special. You don't want to stand out. You just want to be able to get home. So, uh, you know, the idea is to kind of be the gray man. You don't you don't want to uh, attract a lot of attention. You just want to zip down alleys or get through, uh, you know, parking structures. Uh, however, you want to get to where you're going quietly and without being um, uh, confronted. So. Uh, you know, there, there, there's ways to do that. You, you'll have to just be patient and bide your time and uh, use the cover and concealment that are available to you to do that, whether that's a corner of a building or a hedge or a tree or bushes or cars or whatever. Just quietly get there. Um, so anyway, back to the pack. So maps don't weigh much, so carry some maps, uh, a little compass. Uh, they sell, um, I, I also, when I, I got this pack, all right, and then I thought, okay, what do I want to do next? So I, I thought, I want to I stay warm if I, if, if, I, if I have to, or I want to be able to light a fire if I have to. Not that I recommend lighting a fire uh, in a situation like that. It's not always the best thing to do. So, but, I, but I, if I do need to do that, I want to be able to do it, and I don't want to have to mess around with, uh, you know, 
time-consuming methods. So uh, they, they sell these little tiny uh, uh, storm-proof matches, okay? And they're in a little box, and they cost like 80 cents. And then they have a, a match case that comes with those same kind of matches, and it's plastic, it's waterproof, doesn't weigh much. It's orange, so you can find it if you drop it in the, in the grass or the weeds or whatever. And uh, it floats, and um, uh, it's cheap, okay? I think it was two bucks or something, it wasn't much. And then I found a knife, okay? And I, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's actually a, a really good knife. It's a, I'd use it in combat, no problem. Um, it was, it probably had like a five inch, um, you know, sharpened section in the, and then the handle was covered with 550 cord and it was uh, just the steel shank of the same blade, basically, that it covered and it had a little um, dummy cord on the end of it and it was like uh, $9 or something like that. Um, and it came also with a uh, a striker to strike sparks to make to help build a fire. And I thought, well, heck, man, because that will come in handy. Um, so I got that, and I think that's all I got. And I th I think I spent I spent less than fifty dollars. Okay, the pack was twenty four bucks, and the pack was a. Uh, I was kind of mulling over the packs for a little while, lingering around, because I was thinking, all right, do I want to get a small pack or I want to get a bigger pack or what, you know. So what I did was I just got a lightweight, larger pack. Now, you don't have to stuff the pack full of stuff. You can just put in 15, 20 pounds of stuff, and uh, it, it should, be, you know, serve you well. You don't have to put a whole lot of stuff in it. You don't have to pack, uh, you know... Um, you just you 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 don't want to carry around fifty pounds of stuff because it's just going to kill you. Um, Water is going to be the thing that probably weighs the most that you're carrying, and if you're carrying canned food, the cans of food are going to are going to weigh. But now the the good news is when you're using that stuff, it's going to lighten your pack, and hopefully you're getting closer to your destination by then. Uh, I would I would recommend conserving your food supply if you're on the if you're on the run you're out in the bush um, you're gonna have to just uh, nibble on it okay bring some plastic baggies um, they don't weigh much either and they're very useful things because you can find stuff along the way also be always on the lookout that's why it's a good idea to get a little bigger pack because as you're as you're traveling you might come across a stash or you might come across something that you can use and you want to carry it and you don't want it you know cumbersome in, any, in your arms you just throw it in your pack and uh, uh, it you know put put some of that extra space to use and hopefully it's not going to weigh a ton of stuff um, you're going to need a shelter of some kind um, like a poncho and uh, they sell bungee cords okay what we used to do was uh, with our ponchos, we I could set up a shelter in like 30 seconds. Um, you just uh, find a spot you want to put it in, and if you're in a forest, it's great because there's trees all about, right? So all you do is wrap that bungee cord around a tree and tie it to one corner of your little shelter, uh, your little poncho, and keep it low to the ground. I mean, I used to put mine up about maybe two feet, you know, with a little bit of an angle so the water would shut off if it rained, 
and then uh, and, and if I had another um, shelter half or something, I could lay it out on the ground underneath it to keep up off the gr off the ground a little bit, a little insulating property there, and then a a, a poncho liner of some kind. And some guys, what they did was they took their poncho liners and they had a, uh, they went to a um, a cleaners or somewhere like that, and they had a zipper put in. And uh, that's a darn good idea, because the shelter half, I mean the uh, the poncho liner doesn't um, it doesn't weigh a lot, but it really really works as far as keeping you warm. Um, and you can and you can bundle it up in a very tight little bundle, and you can tie it up with 550 cord. Uh, 550 cord is basically paracord, all right. It's a, what they use for uh, parachutes to tie the the canopy to the pack. And it's very strong. Uh, it's got a zillion uses. Um, you can use it to tie, and, and if you don't have bungee cords, you can use that to tie it to the tree, and, or, or you can use that for a whole bunch of other things. Um, there's a plethora of videos out there by a lot of very knowledgeable people that uh, are um, just, you know, uh, gold mines of information about how to survive out in the boonies and, and, and how to use a lot of this gear. It's, it's already out there. Um, so there's a guy, his name is the, the Bearded Green Beret, okay? Great, great videos. Uh, I recommend, highly recommend watching his stuff. He's, uh, um, he's very knowledgeable, quiet, kind of mellow guy. Uh, been through there and done that and he knows what he's talking about. So um, there's there's one uh, tip for you right there. Uh, okay, so um, uh, big lighters. Okay, and, you know, uh, woodcraft is is good to have. It's good to know, um, but uh, in a pinch, you know, you don't want to fool around. So uh, you can uh, you can start a fire with. Um, Get a big get a big lighter. Uh, another trick is uh, take some uh, take some uh, cotton balls, ladies. All right, and dip them in Vaseline. All right, and then just put them in a plastic baggie and throw about a dozen of those. So they don't weigh much. And then put them in a couple plastic baggies if you want. And then um, what you do is you get your little waterproof matches, right? And, and you 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 prepare your little fire. You start out with some small tinder, and then you get a little. You, know, you can use your knife, and you and you, if you find a two by four, great, because pine burns pretty fast. And if it's dry, so much the better. But it doesn't have to be absolutely dry, okay? If you get the fire, the the, the beginning of your fire hot enough, it will ignite the rest of it eventually. Um, one thing I like to carry around with me, just to just to ensure that I'm going to get this happening, is a can of uh, lighter fluid. It doesn't weigh much, and uh, it's. It's just one of those things that you can squirt it right into the core of your fire and then squirt some of it on another stick, okay? Long stick, right? And then just put that flame that's going off that long stick and stick it into the core of the fire and it'll go, you know? And it will be hot enough uh, if you've prepared your tinder properly and, and your, your kindling that it will, it will get a good base going for uh, continuing to ignite and start other types of wood you, you you manage to pull off trees and this and that or whatever because there's 
if you're going through a forest, uh, there's a lot of trees out there, and they all have dead branches on them. And um, if they're dry uh, on the inside, so much the better. They don't have to be absolutely dry, but it helps. Um, and there's other ways to find uh, burnable uh, materials out there that are underneath other layers of flora out there, the grass and all that. Um, and uh, there's some barks you can you can pull off, and inside the bark there's flammable material. Um, and you just scrape some of that off and shove it in your core, and and that way you can get uh, a good heat going. Now I recommend if you if you're if you're on the, like in a, you know for something outside of camp and you, and you're, you're running for your life, you really don't want to start a fire if you can help it. Um, that would be where you would bring in some extra snivel gear, what we used to call snivel gear, like beanies, uh, an extra uh, jacket, lightweight jacket, um, thermal underwear, uh, good thick socks, uh, gloves, um, scarf, uh, something, uh, layers of stuff to keep you warm in the event you have to just sit tight for a while. Because when you stop moving, your sweat is going to be on your body and it's going to want to get cold and it's going to get cold. So it's good to have a, a thin membrane of something like um, nylon or uh, we used to call them uh, silkies. Um, you can go, you know, you can spend $30 or $40. I don't know how much they cost now, 50 bucks to get a, a, a layer of, uh, an underlayer of this uh, material that wicks the moisture away from your body. And then another layer of cotton or something else uh, beyond that that will evaporate that out. And then a layer of wool or something like that that will um, keep you warm no matter what, even if it gets wet. Um, and then <clears throat> one time I made a smock. I made this thing out of a, out of an army blanket. It was a wool army blanket. And I took it and I cut it up. And I, I used a sweatshirt as a template. And then um, I sewed it up. And I, I made this sort of like wool smock. And it had buttons and it had... Uh, I, I used uh, U.S. Army military BDU buttons, and I made uh, this smock, and it had like another layer on the back of it to help repel rain or keep a little warmth on my back, so my it, whatever heat that I did retain was retained a little better. And it had a hood, and I built a hood on it, and uh, and it was great, and it, it really worked, and I was really and I and I, I want to make some more of those because it was a darn good idea. But I, I gave it to somebody and a friend, and uh, I don't have one now. But but there's all kinds of things you can do to, you know. I mean, that was just a U.S. Army uh, blanket, and I uh, made it myself. And I used what I used for thread was um, upholstery thread. It's really really strong. I couldn't break it. I tried to break it. You know, I bought it. I went to Joanne's or somewhere like that, and I bought some upholstery thread, nylon black. You know, and uh, it's it's nylon and, and I'm telling you what it cut into my fingers I was pulling that hard and I thought well, okay it's not gonna break on me so I used that to sew up the smock and uh, and if you don't know how to sew I would recommend you you learn how to sew because sewing is you're gonna need to know that because um, our clothing is gonna fail after a while right and you're gonna need to uh, augment your wardrobe with a few repairs so uh, and, and your children or whoever, their stuff's going to wear out. You're going to have to patch it up. And uh, this is the way it's going to be. Um, so it's best to have a little sewing kit in your, in your pack, too. Um, 
you don't necessarily have to put in your bug out bag, but uh, or your little you know get home bag. But uh, I always carry one because you never know. So and they don't weigh anything. Um, you can put uh, let's see um, if you uh, can't really point batteries. Okay, if you carry a flashlight, I carry a flashlight always. I'm never without a flashlight. Uh, I learned that growing up. I just in Boy Scouts. Okay, I just always had a flashlight on me, and it, it came in handy in a couple of uh, tight minutes that I had. Um, the Northridge earthquake was one of them, and let me tell you what, I, I had it on me at the time, and thank God I did because I could see what I was doing because there was no power. Power went out, and there was glass and junk and furniture and everything in my way, but I could see what I was doing enough to get everybody out of the house and uh, and go on to doing other things like turning gas off and such like that. Um, so, uh, a walking stick. You might want to have a good stick or a good, uh, you know, some people are queasy about weapons, but um, if people didn't have weapons, this country wouldn't be here right now. And, uh, you know, David said, uh, not by my so not by my sword, not by my bow, but by the Lord of hosts. And, and absolutely, but I ain't giving up my sword and my bow either. And, um, there's a reason, you know, for having them. And Jesus said, you know, if, he said, uh, uh, did you guys lack anything when I sent you out, you know? And they all said, no, no. And he said, well, now I'm telling you, guess what? Sell your jacket and go get a sword because you're going to need it because the things concerning me have an end. And <clears throat> he was talking to us. Um, and we're in that end, Okay. It's the bottom. That's it. Simple. Um, so, if you if you are familiar with firearms, um, you know, uh, good. Uh, teach other folks. Um, if you're not, and I understand, you know, they can be intimidating. Um, there has been a uh, a very thorough um, program to kind of brainwash people into um, seeing them as uh, some evil thing. Well, it is not an evil thing, okay? I have a hammer, and it's not an evil thing. I use it, it's a tool, and a firearm is a tool. It's just another type of tool for a different type of job, that's all. Um, uh, any weapon is, is it's, it's a tool for a particular task, and... Um, if uh, people weren't familiar with them uh, back 240 years ago, uh, we wouldn't have the freedom to be on this net right now or chit-chatting about the Lord either. So, uh, you know, take that and think about it. But uh, if, if you're inclined to get one, and I, I, I don't know how much time we have left, but um, if you... Are serious about you know, if you're if you're the if you're the, the the man of the house, you are the priest of your house, and it's your duty, as the priest, as the man, to protect your people. And if it's in Proverbs, I believe, if you don't, well, um, 
it says something not good about you. And you need to, uh, you know, protect your people. Protect your people. That's it. Simple. I'm not going to go too far with that. Uh, so, so if you if you you know get a get a firearm that you're comfortable with, um, and and learn how to use it, learn how to take it apart, learn how to clean it, uh, learn how to improvise to clean it. Um, you can use a pencil. You can use a paper towel. You don't have to get some fancy kit and spend buku money and all that jazz. You, you can just get something simple and um, learn how to uh, improvise. Um, but keep it clean and keep it oiled and it will serve you long and um, go out and get some training. Learn how to be familiar with it. You should be as familiar with that as you are with your lipstick. Um, it's just like part of you. It becomes just a part of you. It's just a part of your life. It's just part of life. Um, because the, you know, God forbid, I hope we never need it. Uh, but uh, it ain't looking that way. And I know it ain't going to be that way. So uh, I've seen I've seen the the ugly I've seen the ugly elephant, dude, and it, it is real ugly. So and sometimes there's just only one way to deal with that, and you have to just do it and uh, don't lose any sleep over it afterwards. You know, it's just the way it is. Um, some people get all wrapped around the axle, and you know, but it's just. It's, Unfortunately, it's it's just part of this world, and we're in the world, so we have to cope with the world. And sometimes we have to do it on the world's turn, and just the way of, it's just a fact of life. So, uh, and uh, that's about as far as I want to go with that. Um, I would I would prefer I prefer myself personally I prefer a large caliber because I don't want to have to uh, waste any time doing what I need to do with it. Okay. I want to be done with it, and I want to make sure it does the job the first time. Um, so, it's it, that's why it's good to practice. Okay, go out and get some training, and practice. If if you get an automatic, practice. Uh, put like two rounds in the mag, put three rounds in the other mag, put four rounds in the other mag. So you don't know exactly how many, and then mix them up, and you don't know how many rounds you got, and then just practice changing mags. Okay. You know, sit out there and just go, bam, you know, aim and do all your uh, breathing and all that. Oh, go out and run around your truck a few times and get your heart rate up. Get out of breath and then try to shoot um, after you've gotten familiar with it enough to go do that. You know, uh, I mean, practice, get familiar with a gun, get some training and then do some battle focus training. Go out there and um, run around your truck or run around, go back and forth, run around, blah, 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 and come back to your tailgate, pick up your gun and then try to shoot because that's how it's going to actually be and i don't care what anybody says okay it's just the way it's going to be your heart's going to be racing your mouth's going to go dry um you're going to be shaking a little bit okay it's just the way it just it happens to everybody uh, to some degree or another and uh, you know if you the, but the more you practice okay the more you train the less it's going to happen the less you're going to feel that it's just all of a sudden just going to your training's going to kick in uh there's a thing called uh, battle focus training and what they do is they just repetitively pound you over and over and over again with the same tasks and stuff 
and they try to make it as close to a combat situation and conditions as possible. So um, that's what I mean by battle focus training. Uh, I was going to go somewhere with that. Um, so it's just, it's, uh, gosh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Okay, so uh, firearms. Okay, um, a good knife is good to have. Um, a couple knives is better in a couple different places. Um, goggles, uh, motorcycle goggles, uh, ski goggles, something like that. They're not that expensive. You can get them, I think, at uh, Walmart for 10 bucks over in the um, motorcycle um, auto parts uh, sporting goods section. Uh, a big scarf, bandana, something like that. A good belt, um, knee pads. That's you know that's up to you. But uh, I I I like to preserve my knees. Uh, they used to be twenty, and uh, I'm on I'm on the ground. It seems like every day for once or twice or three times a day. So uh, I use them a lot, and they have saved my knees. Uh, I learned how to. I started using them kind of in the military and, and also in construction, and. I'm sure glad I did. Um, anyhow, uh, now you can get, um, there's something that you can get to augment your pack. Uh, I, I have them, but I, 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 and I'll carry it because I don't care. Uh, you know, I, I might look a little um, out there, but I, I just don't care. You know, I, I want to get to where I need to go, and that's uh, a, um, what I use is like a, a Vietnam era a web gear. They call it, but basically, it's a they call it a, uh, LBE load bearing equipment, and it's just a strap. It's a belt. It's like a pistol belt with uh, a strap that goes over your shoulders and, and it holds you the belt up, and then you put uh, canteen covers and canteens, and uh, a canteen cup would be good. Stainless steel, don't go to an aluminum one. And um, um, uh, you, you, you can put a butt pack on it and get. And you can go to a surplus store and and get one relatively cheap. Um, and then uh, practice practice with it. You know, wear it. Uh, you, and you you can get ammo pouches. What I do is I, I, I have these two, uh, this is Vietnam era stuff, by the way. Um, they have uh, higher speed, low drags, you know, fancier vests kind of now, load bearing vests that have, uh, you know, six pockets for ammo and pockets for grenades and all this other stuff. But uh, it's, it's a little confining and, and, and if you're in a warmer climate, it will get you a little overheated if you're wearing it and you're running around. Um, and it's a little cumbersome. I I just like feeling a little freer myself. Personally, that's my personal uh, um, choice. But um, I have a vest, too. I do have one. I have, I have I think, a vest in one vehicle and a, a web gear in another vehicle. But um, it, I got it for free, so it was a freebie. So I just... Uh, put it to use but um, if I had my druthers I would choose the Vietnam era one because it's just a little freer and I can carry a pack with it and it's not going to beat me up too much and the pack will kind of hide it also um, 
it'll just it, it, you can get some other kind of covering to throw over your web gear if you want to like a light uh, sweater or um, some light some large shirt flannel or whatever and it'll kind of tone down uh, the uh, commando look a little bit um, so you're a little more gray man but uh, but it's just I like to have it because I think in, in my case uh, I'll probably be out in the bush, so it doesn't matter. Um, so, where was I going with all that? Um, so, get, like I said, get, go out in your truck, sit there and think, well, now, okay, the power's out, you know, the net's down, my car's not working, I got 10 miles or 12 miles or 15 miles to go to get somewhere. I'm a woman and I'm by myself. And, um, that's another thing, you know. From from here on out, I would recommend if you're a woman, you don't try, you don't travel by yourself any, anymore. Okay, it's there's uh, unless you absolutely have to for whatever reason. But I would, um, I would take measures to try not to do that. Okay, travel with uh, a man, travel with um, another uh, lady that is hip to what is going on. Um, and, 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 and you guys are uh, doing something to prepare and you, and you are able to defend yourself um, and you will use uh, you know whatever means necessary to do that um, because things are gonna suddenly it, it, it's it, it's gonna turn like night and day boom uh, you could be driving up on some town and you didn't hear about what happened right and all of a sudden you've got um, a whole bunch of these dudes just running around the street in your way and then there's a car comes up behind you okay and you're stuck you've just been locked in unless you're gonna run over a whole bunch of people and and you know uh, that's all I'm gonna say on that but uh, <laughs> your car is a weapon also it can be used as a weapon all right it, it can get you out of trouble and uh, it's very powerful um, avoid getting it damaged, but you can you can uh, you can go through a gate with it. it you know, I prefer myself. I prefer an older car, a larger car, um, because there's less stuff to go wrong on them. Uh, I drive uh, one. One of my vehicles is really old. Uh, it doesn't have any smog. It doesn't have any computers. It has crank up windows. It has a carburetor. It has uh, a very simple ignition system. Um, I can get to everything in it. I can replace parts easily. It's a stout uh, car, and uh, it will it will probably survive EMP. And I have spare parts just in case it don't anyway. So I can throw them on there, and, and I can probably get it going. But or I can just walk away from it. I mean, it, it's like another tool I can just dispose of if I don't really need it. And if it's not doing me any good anyway, I might as well just get rid of it and walk away. And if I need to survive, if it's a choice between the car and me, I'm going. You know, it's like, uh, forget it. <clears throat> um, and, and it's the same with all your stuff. You know, it's like people uh, get attached to their stuff. Well, now's the time to not be attached to your stuff, okay? You can attach to your people, but your stuff, well, you can get more stuff. So, or the Lord will bless you with more stuff. 
lighten the loads, trim the sails, um, get rid of the anchor. Uh, pray about it. Ask the Lord what He wants you to do because He's He knows better than we do. He knows better than I do, and uh, and He'll guide you. You know, sometimes people they ask the Lord, "Oh Lord, please guide us." You know, guide us where we should do and all that stuff and blah blah. Well, when He starts guiding you, people they start crying because uh, this goes or that goes, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, you want to go do this or that, but He puts some roadblock in your way and says, "No, you're going to go this way," and he, and it goes like. Gosh, and you try to push, 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 right? Well, you go up against some wall that you just cannot get through, and then it dawns on you, well, gee, maybe the Lord don't want me to go that way. And it kind of often happens like that. So, um, you know, just pay attention to what you ask for because you're going to get it if you ask with an earnest heart and all that. Um, so be flexible. Don't be uh, too rigid, you know, just kind of, Make your plan and then realize that the Lord might want to put a twist in it. So, uh, uh, and thank God He does because he's, he, I know He saved my life a few times by doing that. Um, and uh, anyhow, so I think I'm going to do this. In a, I may do another segment like this. Um, I think that's quite a bit of information I put out tonight. And it's getting long on the tooth here. So. Um, candles, candles are good. Um, let's see, uh, keep it down, keep the weight of it down. Uh, you know, you just want to carry just enough to keep you going, and maybe another person. Now, if you got kids, okay, that's a toughie. You got kids with you in your car, and let's say, uh, you know, something goes bang really far away, and it's a terrible thing. Well, okay. Um, you should have you should have enough stuff in your car for everybody in your car. Everybody in your family should have some sort of little pack, um, or you should have a pack for the person. If it's an infant or a baby or you know somebody not very big, you're going to have to have stuff for them as well, and you're going to need to have something to um, keep the kids uh, kids. You know, like. Maybe their favorite toy or a favorite blanket or uh, a uh, teddy bear or whatever. Something that the kids can grasp that will give them a little comfort. Um, it's all about just uh, kind of keeping everybody on an even keel. And uh, have extra diapers, have extra wipes, have uh, some extra food for them, water, all that kind of stuff. Think about what they need. Um, and ha and if you're in a little, you know, you're, you're in an apartment and you don't have a lot of room, uh, you know, you can you can stow stuff. You can you can think about all the little nooks and crannies in that place. And uh, you know, if you have to um, move some extra couch or something you don't really need in there, then do it. Get rid of it and, and just uh, see if you have a crawl space or something. You can put it in and wrap it really good. Keep the bug, keep the critters out of it. If you can get uh, some sort of container that's really sturdy, uh, put it in there. Um, tape, duct tape. We used to call it 100 mile an hour tape, but uh, get some good duct tape. Um, it's got a you know thousand uses. Get some rope. Uh, rope is handy stuff. Get some uh, trucker's rope. You can get a, you can. I think you can still get a spool of 
like 400 feet or so of truckers, a half inch or whatever rope, <clears throat> and uh, it's nylon. It's, it's you know lasts a long time. I've had some of my ropes many years, and uh, they're still strong. They're still hardy. They still work fine. And uh, have you? I use them. I use them a lot for a lot of different things. But you can you can help you can build things with them, uh, with it, and uh, you can pull people out of uh, precarious places. Knots. It's good to know a few knots. You don't have to know a thousand knots. You can just know three or four that really work for you, and then go with that. Uh, Bowling's good. Square knot. A um, uh, couple half hitches, and you can learn it. You can look at, look those up, and then um, how to how to. I'm going to do some demonstration videos on some things like this. So uh, those are coming, and I'll go over you know what to put in the pack, um, what not to put in your pack, uh, what to wear, what not to wear, um, how to rig your car, things like that. And if you guys have suggestions, um, send them. You know, um, there, you know, there's a lot of people out there that that have a lot of. We all come from different backgrounds, and there, and you all have. Uh, experiences and gifts and you uh, um, have a lot to share a lot to contribute to the to the big help you know so uh, and you know for such a time as this this is what this is what we're supposed to be doing I mean I've read acts okay we've read acts and, and you know those people help each other out that was what it was about was um, being brothers and sisters and uh, you know loving on each other with the real true pure stuff you know and so if it's something tangible and you can help people uh, get it out there um, so uh, I forget where I'm gonna go with that but that's that's what that's what this is about here you know on my uh, site, there's a picture of a round table with a bunch of swords, you know. Well, guess what? One of those is mine, the rest are yours. And that's what this, is, that's what this website's really about, is sh a shared uh, concern and a shared uh, effort to uh, help us all pull off this last harvest, you know. And... Um, care on each other and encourage encourage each other and bring uh, some strength into the body that might be lacking so that we can uh, just you know help the widows and the fatherless that's what it's that's what it's about he's the champion of those who are that have less that aren't you know that, that are he said the, the least among us is the greatest well Let's help them, you know. Let's do what we can. That's what we're. That's why we're here. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time left to do it, so we better get at it. And uh, appreciate you listening, and uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. Um, I will really appreciate your input, and um, uh, see you next time. Say your prayers. Thank you very much.